Hey, you've downloaded today's podcast. What a show. Woo, we basked in show. victory, didn't we? We were basking in victory oh, all morning. Victoriously. After the of origin. What mm. a game. That was a bloody good game. I was sweating bullets mm. at the end there, and mm. especially when we were down to 12 men. Mm. Bloody Valentine Holmes must have had butter on those fingers. <laughs> that was Xavier Coates. He would have caught both those uh, oh, balls. Okay. But anyway. Mm. Mm. <coughs> oh, wow. It? That's reminiscing. A couple of years ago, he was the golden boy during the game of State of Origin. Mm. Valentino. 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 What's his name? Valentine. Yeah, he was the... Brilliant Sounds one. like mm. a display home place, doesn't it? No, I fell asleep, by the way. <laughs> Valentino Holmes. We'll get you into your house sooner. <laughs> he's the he's the one who went over to have a crack at the NFL mm. as well over there. Played a bit. Mm. Came they, back. They like the AFLers, the NFL, because they come in as um, kickers. kickers. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's is. I always amazes me how there's one guy and his only job is to come mm. on, kick the ball, <laughs> get off. But he's like fully kitted. Yeah. You know, like you'd think he'd well, he can get tackled if they if they make it to him. They have to, he has to kick it before they get to him. Yeah, mm. but even just no goal, like just um, you know how they do like the mm. punts for goal or whatever, mm. like yeah, just those where and then there's no contact. I guess it'd look weird if he came out not dressed like the other guys. <laughs> but he just <laughs> kicks his kicks his jandals off, yeah. kicks his bloody Berkies off. Goes, all right, fellas, here we go. <laughs> what are jandals? Thongs. Yeah, Thongs, yeah. Japanese sandals. <laughs> jandals. Is that why the Kiwis call them that? Mm-hmm. Ah, there you go. Mm. Do you still have, you haven't worn your reef sandals in here in a bit? After the uh, reception they got <laughs> last time I did. Why would I, I took them home and burnt them. That's what I did. You know, on another note, just before we yes. quickly get into the podcast, mm. Nat has worked with us, one of our producers. She's been here, what, about a year? Not mm. yet. How long have you been here? Eight, Eight months. months. Eight months, yeah. We haven't met your boyfriend yet. I have. Oh, have you met him? He was at the bowls club. My mum has. She didn't introduce me. My mum's Oh, met you didn't introduce Sam. him? No. Nah. Oh, are you ashamed of Stav or ashamed of um, your boyfriend? Jump, she was really hungover and she didn't want to talk. No, don't type and they, we've got to talk to us through the microphone. That's what she said. I want to hear your voice. Yeah, but we chatted. I chatted to you. Oh, well, why didn't you introduce yourself? What? He wasn't with her at the time. Oh, okay. I no. wasn't standing beside her. Did you her. introduce Nat to Kat? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> why? Are you ashamed of her? <laughs> He's unsure whether it's going to last. No I, no, I did. I did actually. Yeah. Take that back. Nat, jump on your mic. Don't tell us. Did he introduce you, Nat, to his family? Oh, you don't know how to put yourself to air. But you can nod. Why don't you no, just wrong come button. in? Wrong button. <coughs> what number of mics that in the middle there? Yeah, you, you yeah. went around the table. Mm. And then yeah, did, yeah. why didn't you introduce Stav to your boyfriend? Um, I was severely hungover, so um, I was trying not to um, throw up in my mouth, let alone introduce my boyfriend to my work <laughs> colleague. <laughs> fair enough. Fair. Mm. I think it's a fair enough. Excuse? My mum said he's lovely. She must have met him. I feel like he's met everyone except, yeah, you guys. I haven't, yeah, I haven't met him. I wasn't at the park. Mm. My mum was at the park and I think she was asking like 20 questions met, as they were trying to play a round of tennis. He's met Scotty. He's met your mum. He's met the kids. Yeah. He's met Stab and his family. I don't even know what he looks like. I want to see a photo of him. He's on the Instagram. Okay. Is he? Check yeah, out check out the Instagram. Wow, I didn't realise this was a... Uh, in- intervention of sorts. No, it's not. It's not an intervention. <laughs> Do I have you on Instagram? What's your handle? I think on? She has never met Esther. Now about have the you? hangover. You've never met Esther. <laughs> it's been happening a fair bit recently. <laughs> <laughs> What's have your you, Instagram handle? Sorry, have you met Esther, his wife? I haven't. But See, there we, you go. We have a work um, party coming up. Oh, uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's my partners. No, Rowan's oh, housewife. Yeah, we might be able to mingle mingle there. What's your Instagram? Nat A. 
You don't follow her on Instagram? I don't know. And you're complaining that you haven't seen her boyfriend and you don't even follow her on Instagram? Maybe I do. Maybe Maybe you're the one who needs to put in more effort, Maddie. Maybe you haven't finished telling me your Instagram handle yet. Nat A. Turner. (laughs) I'd like to congratulate any of the podcasters who have made it thus far. They would have made it. Nat.a.turner. Yep. He's seen walking dogs. Follow back. Oh, now, no. I've requested. You've got to accept me. You're private. Lady fucking dog. (laughs) What are you hiding? (laughs) Bikini photos. Now you won't be able to oh, like it. Unfollowed. <laughs> he doesn't think they're appropriate since he's married. It's not a good what? look. What? Okay, I'm, this I'm... isn't an intervention. This is a personal attack. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. No, see, I work with you. It's different. I don't follow random girls who just post bikini pics. That's because yeah. you'll get in trouble with your wife. He, he, likes, yeah. to follow, he likes to follow. Um, Are they or is that a dress? Um, that that, that Wait, was a dress. So, Maddie, that's all, you can't go, I, I don't follow random intense. chicks. You, you, you're only following chicks that you could actually... Yeah, see, Esther's not going to get annoyed that you like a photo Someone of Nat who's in a the world. bikini. Mm. Mm. Oh, well, if you get too aggressive with them, I'll end up like probably <laughs> muting you. But, <laughs> Esther okay. wouldn't care. You're the one that's all paranoid. Yeah. No, I'm not paranoid about it. I, I don't want to do it. I don't like it. Mm. Does Esther still follow? see them though? Well, not if I'm following them. I don't see them. No, but if you're following them and they post bikini photos, you still see them, but you say it's inappropriate to like it. If you've seen it, you may as well like it. Like no. You have to like it. If you're no, saying. that's that is you that's see, a you trap. Like it. That is a trap. That's like walking down the street seeing a hot girl. You can see it, but you don't nudge your wife and go, "She is hot." But if, you're, if your wife wouldn't care, then it doesn't matter. I don't know why we try and break this down all the time. <laughs> Me as a person, I don't think it's nice to follow them and like bikini pics girls with bikini pics. What you're pretty much doing is like overtly just gawking at people. Do you know who Esther follows? No. She follows. <laughs> That's just my, you know, not, not everyone agrees with it, but it's just mm-hmm. how I feel. There's a whole lot of um, Stav Bikini fan, fan pages. Oh, there's out there. a lot fan of them accounts. out there, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. What, is it just you with your favourite collations of chicks in bikinis? That's, yeah. Having said that, I wonder how God feels the Pope's been like an upper storm. There you lately. go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, in closing, Pope. <laughs> I would like to meet your boyfriend. Sure, I would like to meet your wife. Yeah, you can meet her. Cool. Uh, all right, let's get into the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Represent. Represent. Australia. Some say journalism is dying and there's no integrity left in that uh, particular career. And I disagree with that because there is one bastion holding up all the morals and ethics that we need for journalism. And that is the trusted and true site that is BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed is where I get most of my news Steph now. Steph loves the BuzzFeed quiz. I want to write for BuzzFeed. I love it when, you know when Steph gets so excited about it because he's doing an interesting quiz and then he's like, I'm not getting the results I want, so he bails yep. halfway. And he's like, nah, there's got to be another one. Nah, don't do that I one. I am not Baby Yoda. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm Chandler. I'm Chandler. <laughs> uh, but they've compiled a, a list of 51 things that mildly annoy Australians. Not really annoy, just everyday things that you go, oh, that's annoying. There are. Um, so I'm going to read all 51. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's not annoying. No, I'm not. I'm just going to read the top picks from my, my, from my perspective. Uh, the number one one, and this annoys me very greatly, trying to watch a video and getting the message, sorry, this video is not available to view in your region. Mm. It's the world wide net. Mm-hmm. should mm. be everywhere. You never got that? No, I don't oh, think you do, that Especially I have. if you're watching an American site. Mm. And you also do it when I get really excited about buying American vitamins. 
Um, and then you put them in your cart and they go, no, sorry, this is not available to your region. Mm. Oh, right. <laughs> Another one in that vein then. Online just, just shopping. So you know, um, they're different over there. So they're maybe, na- maybe they're narcotics. No, I know. They don't have the same um, <laughs> stringent. <laughs> Why? Why is this vitamin Valium not allowed to get into the border? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I agree. Staying with online shopping then. Uh, online shopping and forgetting to change the currency, which yes. I've done. And then oh, realising the postage yeah. you're going to cost more than the whole cart. We've all done that. I did that. Aww. $60 oh, for postage. Your, your golden doodle pen mm. was there. <laughs> Where's my golden doodle pen? <laughs> you took it to the car yesterday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, what about uh, this one? Having a friend nudge you and say, your mate, when you see someone that you absolutely despise. Oh, <laughs> and then you, there repli- goes your mate. you reply, nah, your mate. <laughs> or old, old mate is, is another one that people use, but that's more affectionate, isn't it? Yeah, yeah old mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Watching non-Aussies try Vegemite as if it's a spoonful of Nutella. Mm. It's like you put it on a little bit with butter. You, I think I like more butter than Vegemite. Ratio. Yeah, that's good. You know what I also hate? Mm. Loser radio hosts who go on red carpets when there's international stars mm. and give them a gift of Tim Tams. Have you no. never done it? I've never done it, no. and I've seen it done. Here's mm. Tim Tams. Oh, it's like, guys, get over it. There they you go, Steve Carell, and watch out for drop bears while you're there. Oh, oh I've saw the people. We used to pay people in this company <laughs> good money to fly around the country. Where to is go, he now? I don't know. Hopefully not working here. We would fly them. They get the only exclusive interview on a red carpet with the star of a movie, and they would ask them if they've tried Vegemite, do they have an Aussie accent, and would they like Tim Tams? You're always jealous Ooh. of him. You always yeah. were. Oh, yeah. I know. Your friend, hey? <laughs> Your mate. Your mate. <laughs> I don't think this is things that mildly irritate Australians. If I'm watching. I, yeah, it's getting me, isn't it? Going to the beach and seeing the shoreline covered in blue bottles. Oh, uh, yeah. That's yeah. really up. Jellyfish, you sweet. Blue bottles, no yeah. go. It's like when you want to go swimming up near Lake Noosa someplace and you're like, oh. Yeah. Getting in your hot car on a summer's day and getting absolutely branded by the seatbelt buckle. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. That's not fun. Uh, having to run the cold tap for 30 seconds in summer before it finally drops to a temperature that won't burn the flesh off your hands. You don't get that in any other countries. No. No. Some, I guess, you get the opposite in Scotland. Your pipes can freeze. Really? Yeah. How do you unfreeze them? I, I, you have to get Staffing. a guy in and you, right. with a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my dad used to do. <laughs> what, with a deodorant can and a lighter? <laughs> Keep his flamethrower in the cupboard. Sometimes when he was out, I'd play with it. <laughs> Great times. <laughs> Good times. Um, listening to non-Aussies, uh, non-Aussie actors butcher the Australian accent in films. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Maybe a dingo ate your baby. And lastly, this one applies to, I, I don't know if you get this as much as I do, but because I grew up in a cold place, pumping out the Christmas tunes in the lead up to December, but feeling perversely out of place thanks to all the white Christmas references. Because I always feel, it's, oh, oh, yeah. the weather outside is frightful. There's a few good That's albums not. that are um, Aussie Christmases, uh, Aussie Christmas anthems, and they're all about the, the Holden Ute. Mm-hmm. Dashing through the bush in, in a, a rusty Holden Ute. Something, something, something in the boot. It's a good song, though. It's really yeah. good Isn't there one with Santa and kangaroos? Yeah. yeah. There's a few different ones. Could yeah. be. Well, we should start rolling those out. Okay. And not eat Tim Tim. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Security cameras. Your home security camera. Look at this Dash cams were all the rage online. You know, yeah. you can go online mm. and see like crashes and amazing miss, like near misses. Near misses, and things. yeah, yeah. Um, and then it started to become um, like CCTV footage because 
now with the CCTV cameras, not only is it just recording all the time, it can make notes of um, like when movement has happened. So if you oh, haven't yeah. been home, it sends you time codes and things so mm. you can go and find out what it was. Remember it was back when anyone who had home cameras had to be rich. Mm. Remember yeah. you were like, oh, no, they've got a home camera. They must be rich. And then yep. we realised... No. no, a lot of people have just got them now because mm. they're just fascinated yeah. by... And much cheaper. Yeah, they're much yeah. cheaper. Yeah. Mm. Or they're just more dodgy people are, so they're like, they have to have the camera. Well, <laughs> I think that too, if it's a if it's a rotten looking house, run down and there's Sweet a security hydro. camera, I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking for the glow out the windows, you know, like they're obviously hiding something. But mate of mine uh, doesn't do that, but has cameras. Yeah. Selling his house, got mm. it on the market. And um, when they've got the open homes, because you know you make your house perfect, mm. you make mm. it look like no one lives there for the open homes, they don't stick around, because that's just weird, no, if, weird. if the yeah. owner's there. Um, they go to the park down the road, and they can log on on their phone. It's like an online mm. one where you can log in any time. Right. And they watch the people who are going through their house oh. to see what they're up to during I the open home. I love that. Because you, you know that. that everyone opens up the like the cabinet in mm. the bathroom. Uh, that is a classic. Can they hear it as they well? They do. No, I don't think they have no. audio on these ones. That would be funny, especially when you go. Why do they put that there? What are you talking about? It looks beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> you know, something you can talk back. Because yeah. I've got one with the baby monitor. Oh, and you, I and you can talk see on my phone, it? and I can talk to her. That's right, because mm. we tested Scotty a few times. Yeah. Didn't we? we used to <laughs> listen in on the monitor, <laughs> and then you'd ring him. Um, but no, these ones you don't talk back. They can just sort of see the vision. Mm. So um, they've watched it to see people go through um, like drawers and things. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one on the outside of the house, and people were inspecting the car. <laughs> for, for whatever reason, the car does not come with the house. Mm. They do the, you know, the classic where you, you know, you put your hands up over because oh, it's to too tinted. Yeah, right. You have a look inside. To Anything see. to steal? No. Yeah. yeah. No handbags on the front seat. No, <laughs> let this one survive. Um, people have rummaged through plants, like checking out plants and things That's like weird. that. Maybe just see if they're real or sitting on the know. couch. Like, uh, I don't know whether they're thinking if this is my house, yeah. how will it feel to yeah. sit in here yeah, and yeah. watch TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I said to them, why are you you checking this? And they're like, we check our cameras all the time. Yeah, you would. If you had people going through your house and you had the ability to look at cameras, why wouldn't you? I find it fascinating watching people when they don't know they're being watched. Yeah. But they even do it to each other when the other one's not home. Oh, God. Oh, well, so if I don't know what home, their kinky stuff is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's at it again. Yeah. <laughs> I so, do it with the kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, if you so if, yeah. they, if the boys are teenagers, you'd yeah. check to see if they're home. now. Not teenagers. That's definitely when I wouldn't. I'm <laughs> um, talking about now. Well, like you, if I said, like, clean up your room. Oh, right. I was going to yeah. say, I would hope you would be home with them at this age. And you nah, that way you don't have to be. <laughs> no, I'm talking about... <laughs> On the pokies, <laughs> hitting the slaps. <laughs> I'm talking about the baby when they're home, babysitting my husband. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My mum's done it in the past as well. She managed a cafe and they had a camera. Mm. And I remember when we were on holidays, she'd have a... We'd be camping. She'd have a feet up in the camp chair oh, looking... Like, what are you doing? She's... Making sure they're putting everything away properly. <laughs> I would love to know if anyone has cameras and they've seen something that their neighbour's done. Oh, yeah. You know when they, they set them up and they don't tell their neighbours and their, their uh, paper's been stolen every morning? <laughs> police, actually, if there's an incident in your street and police see you've got cameras, they'll mm. come and ask you for the footage. Yeah, and they, you can actually help them piece together mm. And then it's like a movie crimes. where you say, no, it only lasts for four hours and then it tapes over. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to see here, sir. I'd love to know, though, uh, 131060, what have you caught on camera? Like, do, do you have a home security, maybe dash cam or something? Mm-hmm. And what have you actually seen? Because mm. I'm finding that if you have cameras, you can't help yourself 
all of a sudden you got to got to pretend like you're in the matrix. But a lot of those cameras do just film. Like, how long do they film for? You know, don't know. They're all different. I think they sort of burn, um, dump and burn. So they get to to their fill and then they um, dump and keep going. I think until they. Do it. That's what banks. I think. I'm pretty Biden sure video. Had a lot of cameras, wouldn't they? No, I certainly. So if you've seen Stab not. do anything on your cameras, <laughs> don't need cameras when you got home se- like home security guards. Yeah, you know at the gate. Yeah, that's true. When you got a moat around the suburb, you don't need. Yeah. The you got water in the moat? No, it's an electric moat. <laughs> it's so annoying when you don't leave my name at the gate, and I've got to argue with the security well, guard to lift up the moat. Nice to me. <laughs> Paige, what have you seen on uh, the security cameras? Hey, good morning. Um, so basically, I was an executive chef at a venue, and we had food going missing quite often. So I sat all the staff down. We had a team meeting. I said cameras were getting installed that day. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, I finished work, and I had lots of younger males working for me around that 17-year-old age, mm-hmm. like as dish hands. And um. Basically, I said to him, oh, you know, you can finish mopping and you can take the rubbish out and then sign off. You'll be done in 15 minutes. And basically, I went down to my car, logged on, and they were bagging me out saying, oh, I hate mopping. Um, If we just hang around for extra half an hour, we'll get paid more. And it was really bad because the camera was panning. Like, I could push it side to side and it would, like... Um, sort of go sideways. Oh, so, so you're shaking your head they... at them? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, they didn't even notice. And it was like the same night I put the camera in. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Wow. That's so awkward, isn't it? And you're like, I don't want to hear what they're saying about me, but I 100% are never going to tune out. <laughs> uh, Danielle and Redcliffe, what did you catch on camera? Well, we came into work one morning and there was a massive tree missing from out the front of work. So we're all like, what the hell's happened here? <laughs> what do you so mean? Just the in, whole thing was gone? The whole tree was completely missing. Wow. Like, I'm talking a massive tree. Yeah. Yeah. And we're all like, what happened? So we looked into the cameras and watched them and there was a car that was going down the street like 100 miles an hour, completely wiped the tree out. And the radiator of the car went through our front windscreen of our workplace. So then, who came and took the tree away? Well, they must have. It must have all been cleaned up from the and roadside people. Wow. Yeah. Right. And then it was completely gone in the morning, and we're all like, "What the heck? There was a massive tree there yesterday. Everything what would have been cleaned up." Now there's just this weird chalk outline. <laughs> 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 Dimitri in Clayfield, what have you seen on CCTV? Uh, so my partner and I went away for uh, two nights to Sydney and we entrusted a good friend to look after our dog. Um, and we had cameras in there because um, our dogs, when they were younger, were quite yappy. So uh-huh. we just wanted to make sure that they weren't doing all that kind of stuff. Anyway, so we went, over, we went to Sydney that night, checked in. I'm like, mm, it's really weird, like... The bowls on the bench were still in the same place. The leaves were in the same place. I'm like, hey, mate, just wondering, have you seen the dog? He's like, yeah, I'm here. Like, it's all good. Lights have been turned on. Um, there was The dog group was still there. Like, I could see the dog on the couch living their best life. Um, and then, so that was night one. And then in the morning, I'm like, hey, mate, just seeing how the dog's like, yeah, taking for the walk. Literally, they're still on wow. in, the, in the place. So I could see, like, their, their dog. Uh, everywhere, like they hadn't been let out in a couple of days. Oh. So he was clearly oh. going to turn up the day before and just tie everything up, did make it, it look like it. Did your friendship though, seeing that he was completely uh, lying? I'd say to say we don't really, or actually, I haven't talked to that person since. 
But mm. um, and the thing is, though, it wasn't. He lied to us, and I actually had to engage with our neighbours, who were so lovely, came in, cleaned our house for us, mm. the dogs reward. But as my neighbours came in, he came up from a bender and was like, "Oh yeah, I'm here to look after the dogs." And we're like, uh, "Okay, where have you been for the past like three days?" But yeah. sure, okay, no problem. <laughs> so when are you getting your cameras put in for your for your dog? They already have them. Don't be silly. I'm just going to check how he's doing. Who's a good boy? <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Two million South Australians are right now entering the harshest coronavirus lockdown our country has seen. So how good was it at the stadium last night? One of the biggest attendances oh. um, around the world, I think it is. Yeah, it's almost because, world record. Well yeah. done, Queensland. And it was, it, they, you couldn't fit one more sardine yeah. in that joint when the Puffy. camera panned around it, and it was a sea of maroon because is, no one from I mean, Sydney every, can get it's, in. It's safe because everybody's got their ticket. Uh, like when you get the tickets, they've got all your details so mm, everyone yeah. can be traced. But uh, as you just heard there in that the clip from the news that South Australia's in a strict lockdown mm. um, and my family live there. Has I've got one mom? brother there, one's up in Darwin. Uh, she's, see, mum doesn't, she does follow rules, <laughs> but she doesn't really take it as seriously. Yep. And this is what we've got a bit of an issue with because it is a strict um, lockdown. No, six, six days they're locking them down. Yep. For. Yeah, six days. no funerals at all. Everyone's like, wait, 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 wait. But interstate they had funerals, but just smaller numbers. They're like, nah. They said, just so you're aware, if it goes over six days, we need storage facilities. Oh yeah. Ugh. Oh, my God, that has just put I a mean, chill down my spine. Yeah, so no need. weddings. You can't exercise outside either, mm. so there's going to be no exercise. And uh, weddings, obviously, like I said. But uh, bottle shops are still open, so priorities. And all the yeah, uh, supermarkets are now allowed to go 24 hours, right, which will yeah. be a first for SA. They'll be very excited. <laughs> bottle shops are open because, you know, it's a um, necessary... Evil. Is it, um, and it's, is it just Adelaide or is this SA wide? I think it's SA. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's Australia. But this is my problem. At what age of my parents am I in charge? Because I said to them, well, look, you are in a strict lockdown. There have been cases and uh, one of my family, uh, my parents' friends has to go on lockdown because he went and bought pizza at a place which is a hot spot. Mm-hmm. So he's got to go for two-week lockdown. But I said, just so you know, like you've got to take it seriously and you are of elderly age, so you can't go and pick up the grandchildren. Mm. She's like, well, what am I going to do for six days? I said, I don't know. Spend time with Dad. Like, hang out. She goes, we can't exercise. So I don't know. Watch Netflix. Just chill. And then I said to my brother, can you just make sure that she doesn't go near the grandchildren? Mm. And then I got in trouble because then they gave a call and was like, why are you telling us what to do? It's because I'm just trying to keep you safe. And they're like, well, you should really mind your own business, which is oh. what I've been told my whole life. Did you mind say, your own business, Abby. Did you say, Mum, I'm not telling you what to do. I tell everyone what to do. <laughs> do you want me to uh, call her up and give her tips on how to do it? <laughs> I do, I do Everything that you tell me to. Yeah, I know, I should. But you know what I mean? At what age is it going to be? Like, when can you start telling your mum what to do? Now. You're, you one, you're 100% the parent to your parent now. I and it's think, hard for them. I understand it's hard for them to transition. You know what it is? Mm. When your kids go to school, I reckon at the start when you have a kid mm. and they're, you know, especially, or even when you get to your second kid, in your first kid, you look to your parents and they give you advice. Yeah. But if you've kept them alive till prep, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, I don't know what happens, your parents turn into your children. Mm. They do. Has that happened to you? Yeah, yeah, they have now. And it's like the advice that I look, used to look to them for even like banking advice. And it's a bit outdated now. All oh, right. Yeah. So you're like, oh, 
Oh, really, Dad? Yeah, mm. yeah. It's when they come to you and they say, how does this, um, this mobile phone thing work? And you're like, oh, okay, I now teach you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I was trying to do it for, so that my dad would understand, you know, because he's into the stock market. He likes that as an old banker. Yeah. Mm. And I said, you know, I don't want you passing away before it's got the opportunity to bounce back. <laughs> That's a spirit. That is not good Mind for my inheritance. Abby. Yeah. <laughs> well, I get told. It, 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 but it's a tough one because I reckon you need to find the balance because, you know, you've been raised by them mm. and then all of a sudden you get into a position where you, I mean, they're independent. They're not mm. like, you know, destitute or anything. You, you, you But you, they look for guidance from you, but they, just, you don't want to tell them that because no. they don't want to feel like. Well, it sounds like they're not looking for guidance from Abby, but they're getting it anyway. Well, I just don't. I feel like I care about their safety, and if yeah. they're looking after grandchildren mm. and they're sick, you're just putting yourself at risk, mm. and you shouldn't be doing that. No, oh, you're not wrong. But it's hard trying to tell an older person to look after the health because they're like, I know it all. Yeah, I know it all. Mm. Take something of theirs away, or cancel your pension. How are you going to go with your mum? What about if she turns around and says, "Can I live with you"? <laughs> I mean, she's more than welcome. <laughs> to live next door. <laughs> it is a, it's a strange one. I reckon it happened quicker with my mum too because um, my dad passed away. Yes. So for, for me... So all of a sudden you just gained age, didn't you, really? Well, that responsibility. Said, yeah. Because you also have to think every time I think of something like when there's a holiday, and I, I don't mind, mm. I love having my mum around, but I always have to go, oh, okay, mum will be on her own. So you have to go, okay, what am I going to do? Oh. You know, I should invite mum along or, or whatever. See, my mum's too independent anyway, and she would never. She's always said that she would never want to be a burden and, or, and all that sort oh, of stuff. So. Well, my mum's just sent me a text. She's got a problem with what I said. Yeah. Supermarkets are not open twenty four hours. I just <laughs> went there. <laughs> Shut. <laughs> you told me they were. Stop telling me what to do. I was there at two a.m. because of you. <laughs> I'm on the way to pick Sorry, up the grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Alpha box. We're gonna play. Tomorrow to be Friday the 20th of November. Your answers at 7 and 8 a.m. are... Great Dane at 7 a.m. and Fendi at 8 a.m. Go into the weekend with $10,000 on B105. We did that one already. Yeah, this is the middle of the podcast. Oh, right. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The countdown is on to Westfield's week of offers. Join Westfield Plus for early access to all the great deals. Download the app now. Sharing the spirit of hope this Christmas. Register now at b105.com.au. This is about changing 2020. We want every Christmas for everyone in Brisbane to have that beautiful feeling of family like it should. Well, people are doing it tough, but you always reflect at Christmas, don't you? Mm. That's the time that you want the kids to forget about all the troubles and just enjoy it, and mm-hmm. it reflects all the hardship that you have, I guess, is brought up during that time. So if you know the someone is struggling... That that's oh, what yeah. it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you know someone that is struggling, we'd love for you to nominate them if they're too pr- proud to do it themselves as well, just at b105.com.au. Let us know their story and what they need this year. This one uh, says, Dear Santa, this is about my daughter Vicky from Springfield Lakes. This year, I would love for her to be able to spoil her children. She has a three, four, six and seven-year-old and especially coming into Christmas, money is pretty tight. It's been a challenging year after losing her job due to COVID. And also having her house damaged in the rail, um, the hailstorm a couple of weeks ago. She is a single mum as she lost her husband. He passed away two days before Christmas three years ago. So it's been a really challenging time for her. 
My grandchildren are always grateful and they understand for the most part that things are expensive and life isn't always fair. Just for one Christmas, we would love to give them everything their little hearts desire. Now, Jem uh, joins us right now. Hi. That must have been devastating for, for you to watch your daughter go through that three years ago. Oh, absolutely. It's just been absolutely heartbreaking. It, it sounds like it's been hard for Vicky to get a break, though, um, having lost her job to COVID and then the, storms. the, the storms that happened through Springfield Lakes. Absolutely devastating. Vicky does sound, though, like she's just powering through for the kids. Oh, she's, she's wonderful. She's got so much patience. I could never cope with four full-time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, she's the best mum ever. Well, your beautiful daughter, Vicky, is on the other line and she's listening at the moment. Hi, Vicky. Hi. <laughs> this oh, has been... <laughs> I'd say it's been a tough year, but it's it's been a tough few years, hasn't it? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> How much... Um, I mean, we've seen some of the devastation out at, at Springfield Lakes. How badly was your house damaged in the house storms just recently? Um, I'm a renter and... Um, I've had over a hundred of the tiles on the roof smashed, all the solar panels smashed, all the back patios smashed, some ceiling damage in the kitchen and some structural damage, but the owner's been really, really good with repairs. But um, it's definitely one of the lucky um, definitely one of the lucky ones because there's been so much more devastation to friends that I've got in the area and it's just really heartbreaking to drive around and see all the damage. Mm. Your children losing their um, dad would have been devastating, but to happen right before Christmas. Um... <laughs> yeah, that was really rough. <laughs> that, I mean, that must have been one of the most horrible times in your life, you poor thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We still celebrate the day that he passed away mm. with the children to try and take that, separate it from Christmas. Yeah. You've been doing such an amazing job since by yourself, raising four beautiful kids, we've heard. They make it pretty easy. They're pretty good kids. Hearing the way, um, you know, Gemma, your your mum has spoken about the kids, they they sound amazing and they've been through a lot and you've been through a lot, Vicky, and we can't stand by and just watch this Christmas pass you and, and have you guys struggle. So we've spoken to the guys at Westfield they were touched by your story as much as, as we were, and we want to help you out a little bit. I just can't stop crying. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed to cry. You're allowed, You're allowed to, to cry. cry. <laughs> kiss. Um, thanks to Westford, we're going to get um, a bike for each of the children. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> we're, we're also going to give them a place to play. We're going to give them a cubby house for the backyard. Thank you so much. My children are going to love it. None of this sharing bikes. Everyone gets their own bike because we don't want them fighting, okay? (laughs) No, they managed to fight over enough without having to fight over that. So thank you so much. And you'll be the family that I admire. I go, oh, my God, how did they get four kids on bikes? (laughs) You're a hero. And it doesn't stop there. We've done our research and there'll be some stocking fillers as well for the actual morning. Um, They'll be filled with some NRL gear for Hamish and some LOL surprise dolls and Paw Patrol merch for the little ones. Thank you so much. How tough have you been doing it financially since losing your job, hon? 
Oh, just, I can't even explain. Sometimes I don't know how I'm going to feed my kids, but my mum helps a lot. <laughs> my mum helps me so much, so thank you, mum. And that's heartbreaking. We've also got $1,000 for groceries. <laughs> oh, my God, thank you so much. You have no idea how much stress that takes on me. <laughs> Thank you so much for your generosity and kindness. You don't have to say thank you. You, If anyone deserves it, it sounds like it's you, and we can't have people here in in Brisbane struggling the way that you are at the moment and do nothing. Thank you. And now we're all crying too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we love you very much, Vicky, and we'll be thinking of you all this Christmas, and we hope it's the best one for you and your family yet. Well, I'm sure it will be now. Thank you so much. And uh, Mama, thank, thank you. you so much for sending in the um, the letter as well. Great to have you on this morning too. Thank you for that wonderful, wonderful blessing. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Fun little game. Can you guess Australia's nicest celebrity? Ooh. So Uber drivers, makeup artists and flight attendants have all shared their stories of meeting this person. So they've compiled them together to say that this is the... This is Australia's nicest. I guess you don't think about flight attendants. They they would meet a lot of celebrities, And they see they? people in their worst. And mm, some people yeah. act so rude when they're on planes and just think, oh, no, well, they're just there to serve me. And I tell you what. And they see celebrities with their kids. Yeah. That's yes. when you see it. Uh, someone, and I, I love it here at work, you see people and you see who they are in the office and then you bump into them on the weekend yeah. somewhere and they've got their children and they're like a whole different person. <laughs> it's so strange. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm just so nice when I'm with the kids or without, right? But you're exactly the same. Yeah. Because yeah. you've got two kids here every day with you. That's true. No, this one's <laughs> a celebrity. All right, here we go. Okay. Oh. Is there a top three or anything, or is no, it just no, a no. one? No, no, no. This is just a one. Yeah, people have asked nice for their, their stories of them. I mean, I could easily rattle off the biggest jerks. Go on, then. They're saying a friend of mine worked, uh, looked after them on a flight and said they were absolutely awesome. Hugh Jackman. No. No, okay. Um what what did they say what nice what things were awesome about them? Um someone just said, Oh look, I even went to school with them. Uh, I've never heard a bad word said about them. Never heard she treats every she? Oh whoops, damn. She oh, okay, so she, she treats everyone she? the same. Um Dame Edna. Oh, what about Nicole Kidman? <laughs> no. Because I've never really heard any bad things about Nicole Kidman before. And she, no. She's straight, no, okay. No, this one, um, what people have said, so down to earth. Margot Robbie. No. For God's sake. What you thought this person would be like is exactly how they are when you meet them in person. Oh, it's Irene from said, Home and Away, surely. <sighs> someone has said, I sat behind her on a plane and she chatted to everyone. She even chatted with my two daughters and played with them the whole time on the plane so that I could get it. Hands down, break. this is it. Carrie Ann Kennelly. I was going to say that too. Carrie Ann Kennelly? Nah. Oh, she is lovely. She's and I imagine she would be at the store. She was lovely, super down to earth, and even tipped. No, I went to the um, Channel Nine, well, the Carrie Ann Kennelly Christmas party with her. I'm going to give you a clue. No, she was amazing. She walks into this bar, it's Pokey's Bar, in a blowing Mm. gown, talks to everybody there, goes around, buys everyone beer. Like even people aren't at the party. She was a delight. Yeah, right. Mm. Okay, give us a clue. Someone knows them quite well. Here, Mm -hmm. Sophie Sophie Monk? Monk. Yep. Oh, really? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Sophie Monk, everyone said that she was an absolute legend. She's exactly how you, you you would imagine. And she is. She doesn't have any 
Airs and graces. Airs and graces, yeah. She is a bogan, hands down. No one said that, but thank you for adding to that. <laughs> no, she <laughs> says that herself yeah. all the time, yeah. Oh, there you oh, there go. there you go. So there you go. Uber drivers, taxi drivers, makeup artists, flight attendants have all compiled to say that she is. Now, let's wait for the worst. <laughs> or let's, why don't we all just say our, uh, ours? Uh, you guys go first. Australian? <laughs> I don't know if I could put it. I mean, Russell Crowe was the worst interaction I've yeah, ever had. You had a reason. You weren't that mm. good at interviewing him. Yeah, I, I, I was asking him questions about the wrong movie, essentially. Mm. So he didn't like me for that. Um... But other than that, I can't think of, like, big jerks ones. Mm. No one wants to say anything. No, that's I can't the remember them all. A lot of the ones um, I have are from overseas. Mm. The mm. guy, lead singer of Snow Patrol, the first time I interviewed him, ugh. But he came, he came good, though, didn't he? Yeah, because he realised he was being a jerk face <laughs> in the face of a jerk. Mm. So well, he Jared came back Leto wasn't nice to me when I was doing an interview because I was asking him about movies and he wanted to talk about his music and he wore his glasses the whole time. Oh, but I was okay. so awkward. I eventually went, you don't want to do this interview. And then after that, he was really nice. Mm. Oh, that's always good when mm. you turn because they think you're scared of them. So when you turn I back, I was scared and, of them. <laughs> no. I was so scared. I thought I can't put this on the radio. I was like, do you guys even want to do this interview? It was like my second one, and they're like, oh no, sorry, love, sorry. Now it's just been a big night. I was like, okay, cool. Well, that's what the Snow Patrol guy stormed out on our interview. <gasps> no, always what'd you good. say? Well, I'd said to him, I said, oh, I I realised that you don't um you don't like your own music, and before yeah, he didn't even let me finish. He had quoted saying that, and it was because what he said is he has such a huge appreciation for music, mm. he listens to other people's music. Oh. But he was hung over from the night before, so he stormed out of there, had a go at me and stormed out, and then um, came back and was like, I realise I look really bad in that, <laughs> so I'll do a really good interview for you if you promise to delete that one and not play it. Oh my God, it. he's like oh. you. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't come back. Storm out and then <laughs> change your mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the worst is when I storm out and I make a big scene and realise I forgot Got my keys. keys. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. Get to the lift with no keys and come back. Have you guys seen the keys? <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You've got a teenager in the house, Matty, so you'd be uh, used to this. But uh, it was our first experience because Scotty's a uh, good friend and his, his boss lives a couple of doors down. Mm-hmm. And his, um, his son has graduated this year. Oh, year 12. Year 12. Ah. And last night was the big graduation. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so whenever you talk about a year 12 graduation, you've got to play Green Day. Scotty wasn't really into the fact that he graduated, hadn't really taken any notice until last night because last night they were setting up. He didn't care about the kid until he realised he was at party age. <laughs> he loves him. He's a, such a nice kid. And that's his, this You're is my his issue. godfather. Oh, am I? <laughs> They're so nice. They're so nice. They're so respectful. But they were setting up uh, portaloos. Oh, um, big party. Yeah, big party. Well, within the limits, because mm. I think you're only allowed 50, not mm. sure. So they're sitting at the Porto Lewis, and they were saying that we are going to have a party, just letting everyone know. Started at 11 o'clock. Because the graduation oh, finished, yeah. God. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because mm. they went to the graduation party. They were having the after party there. Mm. And you've got to get changed, because remember, you're all suited and booted, yeah. so usually they go put yes. their Pawati clothes on. Yeah, so it was going to start at 11 o'clock, and Hubby, of course, because it's a party, goes, I'm going to go down. And I was like... No, you're not, mate. <laughs> no, you're not. You can't. That's like not even, that's above Tooley. Like, and he goes, no, nah, I've been asked to help with the security. I said, no, you haven't. Someone else is doing security because you're not a big man and you're a lover 
and you would just invite people in. He goes, what? No, I'm not going to invite people to our house after. Scotty's like, here, guys. Shh, my missus doesn't know I'm here. Yeah, I was like, that's not even a concern that you're going to invite them back to our house for a party. No, that's not the concern. It's just I just don't want you there. And he goes, well, I'll, I'll go down there and I'll watch State of Origin there. Mm. And then I'll leave before they get there. That's like, mm, You okay. can see through that plan. Of course. Yeah. I promise, Mum, I'll be home. I yeah. promise. You can trust me. Just give me a chance, Mum. This one Mom. time. This one give time. Give me a chance. You know where I am. I'm just down the road. <laughs> so anyway, so I, I actually fell asleep and I woke up and it was 10.30 and Scotty wasn't home, of mm. course. And I was like, I don't want him there when the party, I don't want him there. Just storm so down the street. Like, I'm just going. Did you? <laughs> did not. In your dressing gown. With a rolling pin. If I had a bra on, I would have, okay? (laughs) But I couldn't be. Got those bad boys swinging about in your anger. In the car, Scotty. (laughs) Oh, can't we just walk? No, in the car. And I kept calling him. I was like, you've got to come home before the party. He's like, oh, okay, I'm coming soon. Mm. Anyway, so he did come home. Ten minutes later, mm-hmm. I was like, "Right, well, obviously we're going to be up with the, the noise and the music and stuff like that. So we'll just try and try and have a sleep, see if we can. But it's going to be so loud." Nah, slept through the whole thing. Mm. There was no noise. What no? <laughs> Kids these days they don't party, Maddie. You should know that. Yeah. I got woken up at three o'clock, which was fine, as some lovely, delightful girls were just walking quietly to their car because they didn't drink. They could drive home. What? They didn't have an after party. They just had a get together. That's a, what they your had a... son had for his 18th. Yeah, they I'm, played I'm, a, cards. I'm ashamed. <laughs> they are so responsible What's and happened? sweet. It's all. Yeah. It's all. I mean, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is awesome. Uh-huh. You know, the only reason we don't like it is because we can't relate to it. No, it's a terrible no. reflection on us. Exactly. It is. Yeah. Well, what we're doing is we're saying, oh my god. These young people have learnt from our mistakes, yeah. and it makes us realise how terrible we They've are. Looked up to what we're like, and thought, I don't want to be, be like, like them. That. And no. I think it's just—it's amazing. But mm. I was honestly just like, "Gee, we're never going to sleep tonight. It's going to be a big bender." Can you imagine if Scotty had stayed? I know it would have been <laughs> so <laughs> bad. No, no. There's one thing I know about your husband. He could turn a funeral into the rave of a lifetime. It's a celebration of life, people! <laughs> if your husband was there, then the party would have kicked off, you know? It's different, yeah. isn't it? Isn't it weird, right, to have a party and be nervous that it's going to break out all hell, but then to be disappointed it, it didn't break out? <laughs> yeah. 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 No one was on the street. Yeah. It's a weird no emotion. No fighting. You should go to the it next one so and good. spike the punch. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really proud of them. Mm. The cops didn't even come. Like, no one got a fine. You should see me when I wake up. I was like, what? No, there was nothing? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Uh, I think some people have ruined it, and that's fine. You know what? Allergies were cool. <laughs> no, like, well, it was sort of a thing, you know, when well, people you were, wanted... It was, you were different. You were you had something not many people yeah, had. Yeah, people were like, allergy. I don't really like it. I've got a bit of intolerance, so I don't want it. And that's fine. They're allowed to choose that. But I think those people burnt out the waiters mm. from taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. Oh. So well, everyone's got something. They do. Yeah. Oh, they might want yeah. a preference. And look, I'm guilty of it because I ordered gluten-free types in the past and I don't need it. I've never seen you order straight off the menu. So I'm to blame. People like me. But my son's celiac and mm. it's really hard to explain. He can't touch it whatsoever. Mm. So when they see them go, oh, is that one gluten-free? They say yes. And then they get the bread with their one hand and then uh. use the same hand and touch it. And you're like, no, it's contaminated. Oh, no, this one's fine. No, it's not. It's hard for people with serious allergies. People like me have ruined it for my son. Thanks, but no thanks. Got vegans, vegos, pescatarians now. 
breatharian. That's, that's an allergy. That's that's, what, that's yeah. what I'm saying. When they all put them all together, mm. they're like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah. you know. And then the important people who need uh, it don't get it. A little vom bomb bug on Monday. Yeah. Thank you for letting all of Brisbane know that, guys. Well, we didn't want Appreciate to say it. that you've got. We went into detail. We did. That's okay. Yeah. That's good. You would have. Yeah. Let me spoil it for you. You wanted the glory. Yeah. Well, I had videos and stuff, and mm. but that's okay. <laughs> but I just I can't eat properly at the moment because it's taking a couple of days to just mm. get right out of me. You know, like every time I eat something, it affects me. Mm. It takes a while. And you guys know how much I love, you love to, to eat. eat. You love to eat. Having a mouthful just mm. brings me joy. You have been going on that you feel thin, though. Mm. Yeah, but I've realised I'd rather be fatty. <laughs> oh, there you go. You know? <coughs> so, if anyone has some sort of miracle cure. Isn't mm. it flat lemonade and grated apple? Yeah, that'll do it. Mm. Why is it grated apple? What's in there? I think it's like a neutral thing. Mm. Easy to get biscuits? down. Yeah, I had some jats. No. Oh, okay. They're dry biscuits, aren't they? Yeah. Are they? Yeah, oh, yeah. They're dry and they're biscuity. But you have to have like Vita-Wheats or like plain boring ones. But aren't they just the same thing? One's a circle, one's a rectangle? Oh, that's a, that's a debate for the ages. <laughs> 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 like Sayos. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't want to have them soggy. <laughs> you are unbelievable, Matthew. Sitting at home <laughs> yesterday, just minding my own business, mm-hmm. and the TV turned on all by itself. Whoa, That's is it your, your dog? Because it's such a genius. <laughs> So I said, hey, Alexa, turn off the TV. TV turned off. I said, thank you very much, Alexa, because when the robots uprise, I'll be on the right side of that ledger. That's good that you've got that connected. Yeah. Wow. Then my TV turned on again. I said, what is going on? Hey, Alexa, turn off the TV. Thank you, Alexa. Twice more I did it before I realised I was sitting on the remote control. (laughs) 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 So, thanks. But no thanks. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. See you tomorrow, guys. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt. B105.